Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, this space reserved for exciting news from the Pokemon Presents. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. We've got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking about the news from the week, including Red Dead Redemption coming to the Nintendo Switch. And then on Thursday, we're celebrating the Oracle Games with our favorite Nintendo duos. But Mark, in the meantime, how's it going? It's going great. I had So, uh, did you have any pets growing up? Yes, we had a dog. Her name was Jetta. She was a cocker. She was like a black and white cocker spaniel mutt, um, and she was the best. How did I uh, was? Were you not allergic? Because you're allergic to. Cats. I'm allergic to cats. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm, got I'm it. Not allergic to dogs. How did you learn that you were allergic to cats? Anytime I would be within uh, the home of a cat, uh, would my eyes would water. Oh, and my uh -huh. throat gets scratchy. Um, it's, uh, having an allergy to something is, uh, I think one of the things where like, you don't need to, like, there's no, you just, you don't find out. You just like, <laughs> no, you just like always are allergic to cats. Yeah. I have, I have like a, um, uh, a tree. I, so I say tree nut allergy, but I don't know if that's actually. No one use that against him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm giving my en enemies yes, ammunition. That's right. Um, but I, so I have like, but I don't, it's not like I'm allergic. Is there a thing called tree nuts? That is a nut because I'm not allergic. As an I, allergy sufferer, you should know if there I is know, such a I thing should. as what the thing I you're should, Well, because to. I feel like you're like, sometimes you look on a menu yeah. and it's like, blah, 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 tree nuts. Right. And it's like, okay, but aren't most nuts, aren't all nuts tree nuts? Oh boy, you're asking big questions now. Because <laughs> like, there are some things that we refer to as nuts that are yeah. not nuts, right? Like a cashew is not a nut. Well, I don't know about cashews. A peanut is not a nut for sure. A peanut is definitely not yeah. a nut. I feel like a cashew is just like a peanut by another name. Okay, well see, this is where, if that is true, Can you which eat it a might cashew? be, I can't. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, but some, I have, I have like more violent reactions to others, but my husband and I uh, went, to, went to a restaurant <laughs> once. Yeah, um, like I what like the worst reaction I've ever had. I uh, put a Brazil nut to my lips, and the moment it touched my lips, I was like, "Uh oh," because I could feel it tingling. Yeah, and I ended up like getting a rash all over my body, and I swelled up, and I looked like Janice from the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, because your hair also gets very long <laughs> and blonde. <laughs> There's pros and cons to right, the allergic right, reaction for right. sure. Yeah. Um. So okay, but so I uh, a. Cashews in Carolina snack nut. I'm trying to determine, I maybe maybe cashew is a nut. I think it. I think it might be. Um, Man, ca cashews look weird in the <laughs> wild. <laughs> there are some things that were only meant to see processed and on store shelves. That's right. It, look, if it's not part of like a uh, uh, a can of mixed nuts, like an old fashioned can, you gotta like pull back the thing. I'm not interested in dealing <laughs> with it. Um, so, what do you take any like precautions? Do you carry like an EpiPen? I or? don't. I don't carry an EpiPen. Um, you, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> now that we're talking about this out loud. Again, just giving my enemies more ammunition. Right, 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 right. Um, no, I, I don't. But also your allies, giving your allies some ammunition. <laughs> Have an EpiPen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I can right. pack my bag with one of those. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but, uh, 
we, my husband and I were at a restaurant. This was like last Christmas and they, it was like one of those like set menus and they were like no substitutions, but I was like, yeah, but they don't actually like mean it. And so, um, and Brazil nut, like some like Brazil nut, like sauce or reduction was on there. And so I was like, oh, I like, I'm fine with everything, like, except like this thing that's on the menu. Right. And so they're like, no problem, no problem. And then they bring out the food and they're like, set my husband's plate down and they're like, uh, you know, we have like this, this, and this. And then for me, they like set the plate down and it's like missing a bunch of stuff. And they were just like, we don't have. We couldn't make. We it. don't have anything we, yeah, for we, you. We just, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no apology. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, it is. It, it can be funny when like you order something at a restaurant or like say like oh, but I don't eat whatever. Um, for whatever those restrictions are, uh, and then like when something goes on the plate and it, they like try to get away with it, and you're like, there was a time that Sarah and I were uh, at at a diner, um, and she asked for a side of broccoli. Um, and what arrived, so like her meal was on like one plate and then on a separate dinner plate was a single enormous piece of broccoli with like maybe six inches of stalk <laughs> just on the plate and like it had been steamed or cooked or something, but like, what is that? And they just like put it down and we're like, hey. <laughs> um, if you would like to support us so we don't have to eat a plate of one giant piece of broccoli. What's the implication there? That that's cheaper, or anyway, if you would like to support us, all you gotta do is go to uh, Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Cartridge Society, where you can uh, support us at the four-bit, eight-bit, or sixteen-bit levels. Uh, if you are at the eight-bit or sixteen-bit levels, you have access to our monthly mini-series episodes. Uh, we talked about detective shows on NCS Detective Club. We are currently talking about musicals on NCS Goes Broadway. A new episode of which just went live over the weekend, uh, where we are talking about the last five years. That's right. We're already plotting our next episode. We're plotting and scheming, and it's going to be a big... Uh, look, last five years, a small show. Yep. Um, and also, like, if you want to get into... It's not drama, necessarily, but, like, we made an attempt at recording that episode. Failed. Had to do a second take. Yep, that's if right. If you want to find out why... You, you got to get in and listen to the episode. Yeah. Um, we get in, we get into it there. Um, but this, the the next episode that we do will be big. And uh, thank you so much to mm -hmm. all of our uh, supporters. We appreciate it so much. Uh, and thank you to everyone who listens. Yes. And if you are a listener, which is how you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, and you want to join our Discord, you can. All you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. We will send you an invitation to the Discord. Those links that I send uh, when I email you back are uh, limited time uh, access. We don't want them just like floating around forever. Um, so if you miss that window, please feel free to just email me back and say, hey, I missed it. Send another. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, I missed it. Send another one. And I will. It doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't inconvenience me. Yeah. It's totally fine. <laughs> also, a lot of fun discussion in the Discord about all things Nintendo. Yes. Um, and also some things not Nintendo, but with Look, a really good group of people. Really good group of people. If you are into like Splatoon, there's a lot of Splatoon talk going on there. Um, there's a Pokemon Presents tomorrow morning. I imagine people will be in there talking about what's been introduced there. It is just a when it's my go-to stop now when there's a Nintendo news. Uh, so we can all uh, mix it up and have a good time trying to figure out what Nintendo's up to. Because hey, it's not always easy. They're a weird company. All right, Mark. Let's get into what we've been playing this week. Now I know 
that we recorded a whole Tears of the Kingdom spoiler cast last week with Matt Apodaca. Great episode. Check it out if you've finished uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, but Mark, I can't, I can't stop playing oh, you're this not game. Oh, you're not able to put it away. I'm not able to put it away because here's the thing. Um, uh, like maybe a, a, a week ago, two weeks ago, something. Recently, I discovered that if you fully upgrade the, the glide armor, you can slam into the ground at full speed and uh, suffer no ill consequences. And there is nothing I want more than to jump off of a sky island, dive nonstop through Hyrule into the depths and just land. It's still so crazy you can do fine. that. <laughs> it is nuts, yes. <laughs> Usually there'll be like some sort of like stuttering or hiccup or whatever, but like um, it can be done. Uh, and I just, I'm so close now. I need maybe, I think I need three more Gleok wings. And each Gleok has like four or five wings. Um, but, you know, I, I, I went through my whole uh, harvesting Aracuda eyeballs uh, phase um, and uh, Gibdo wings. And I found where you can fight more uh, flying Gibdos after uh, clearing the, the Thunder Temple. Uh, and now I'm just there was uh, on, on Saturday afternoon, um, uh, Sarah and I were just like hanging out on the couch. She was uh, doing some stuff for work. And I was like, I'm going to I'm going to hunt Gleox. And I was like. Uh, Sarah, fire, ice, or lightning? And she was like, lightning. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I went to the Coliseum to fight that that uh, that uh, light, lightning guy. And I was like, okay, got him. Now what? And she's like, ice. And I was like, all right, up to the Hebra Highlands. I'm going to fight that one that's flying over. Um, and then went and did the fire one on the bridge. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Gleok hunting mode right that's now. That's amazing. Are you at the point where like Gleok's, like, are, do Gleox still pose a challenge, or... Yeah, I mean, I still I still need to, um, like, you know, f- do a little bit of fusing before I go into the yeah. fight. Um, I still have to um, you know, make sure that I've got uh, some good um, eyeballs of, of some kind or another to Makes take out the Makes a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. Um, and I still usually uh, make sure that I've got a um, a five banana um, meal mm-hmm. uh, to triple up my my uh, my combat. Um, but like beyond that, I'm kind of just like I can kind of just do them. Do you have to wait? Or I'm assuming Gleox respawn with the Blood Moon like everything else. I assume they do too. I mean, I've I've killed those three, and then I was like, all right, I'm kind of sick of fighting Gleox for a while because I like. Those are the three that I know about for sure, and then there's the three King Gliaks yeah. in the sky, um, and they're just as good as fighting any other Gliak, but they're like take so much longer to get to. Oh yeah, that I was just like ah, I don't. And what I should do is I should just drop those portals up there so I can. Uh, teleport oh back to them. right, there's a um, there's a Thunder Gliak over by the um, Zora Kingdom, kind of. Because that's the first Gleok that I encountered. Yeah. Was I uh, was up in the Zora Kingdom, like how up up on the top of the waterfalls. Yeah. And there was a tower. Oh yeah. To like the west of it, and so I was like, oh, I'm gonna like head over that way. And so I headed over he's that way. Flying there's around, like a right? cat. Uh, I think he's on. There's a kind of like a, a cat, like ruins of like a tower, like okay. castle that's in the on the side of the mountain, and he's like on a bridge. That's uh, oh, yeah, he's or like, like part of a bridge. Yeah, it's, it's like, like an out jutting out. Yeah, that's and right. he, and so that was the that's the first Gliok I encountered in the game. And I remember I was like uh, Paris or like using my um, sail yeah. to get like over there, and then uh, he like clocked me, right. and so like 
the oh no yes exactly because I was not at that point like at a level yeah. where I was ready to take on a Gleok but like the uh uh the the clouds like rolled in and the the Gleok health bar showed up yeah. at the top and it was it was very scary. Yeah, they 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 can be intimidating. Uh, I was gonna say early on, but really anytime before like a hundred hours in, they can be they can really wreck shop uh, for you. Um, yeah, I I feel like I should be more knowledgeable about where all the Gleoks are um, because there's uh there there is one flying around like on the far west side of the map, um, like on the other side of uh, Zora's domain, and maybe he's a maybe he's a fire one. Yeah, I didn't end up fighting that many Gleoks. I, so that leads me to another question. Mm -hmm. So I went to the Colosseum at some point in the game, saw that there was a uh, lightning Gleok, mm -hmm. thunder Gleok, and I was like, oh, I'll come back to this, but never did. Because in the in Breath of the Wild, like the the Colosseum was like, there was a successive number of Lynels. Right. That just, and is that the case here, or it's just like one Gleok and then... Like there's no it like was just next one phase. one Gleok and it's over. But yeah. like, it, and it's uh, interesting to fight him in there because it is like an enclosed space, and most of the Gleoks are not like that, right? Like there's right. Uh, there's a, a lot of uh, a lot of different places you can go, and it actually made him kind of easy because he's also he's a Thunder Gleok. So when he does the thing where he goes like high up, um, you know, he sends down these like bolts of lightning, um, which then create like updrafts. Um, but you can just like you're in the Colosseum, so you just kind of like go under an outcropping, and then the lightning can't get you. And right. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. Cool. Because like a fire one can shoot fireballs at you, and like those are hard to to hide from. Um, but yeah, it's just the 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 Colosseum gives you a lot of cover. The floating Colosseum in the depths does the um the uh what were you saying? Lionel. Uh, the successive. Oh, interesting. Uh, I of, never of encountered. I never like found that. I never encountered that. So you got to do that to get Majora's Mask. Uh, which I, like, again, I there's so many armors got in the it, game that it. I never got. Got that Majora's Mask. Well, so I finished Breath of the Wild, or, like, defeated uh, Ganondorf. Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah, Tears of right. the Kingdom. Uh, and defeated Ganondorf, like, oh, oh, about a week ago now. And, like, kind of like what I thought would happen... I have not turned on the, the game fire since. has gone out of your eyes. Yeah, like, it was like, oh, like, I did feel, like, there was some desire to be like, ah, I should, like, go back in and get some of, like, the shrines I haven't gotten and all that kind of stuff. But but I was, I think, ready. I, lo I loved the game. But I was ready to move on. Yeah. And so I ended up picking up Oxenfree. Right, which you had started last week. Yes, and I finished it. It's Or I finished one, like, loop. And it's not, like, one playthrough. It's definitely a game that encourages you. It makes sense to play it more than once. Um, but I, and I, it's not that long. I would say it takes about maybe like three and a half, four hours. That's not getting like all the collectibles and everything. So I'm sure there's stuff. I know that there's stuff that I didn't see, but I really, I really liked it, but it is very much just like walking from place to place and then having conversations with people like while you're doing that. Oh, that's like life. <laughs> and it was one of those things where it's like, when I finished it, I was like, oh, that was cool. I'm really glad I experienced that. But if I were to go in and do it again, like, I would want to play on PC where I'm sure there's a mod or something where I can play it at, like, one and a half or two times speed. Sure, yeah. Because even when I was playing it the first time, even though the game is, like, you're walking around and you're, like, getting there is the whole point. And so the fact that it people are... or 
getting there is like you're just going from destination to destination so you could have diff- more conversations with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the re- part of the reason why you can't move that quickly is because you have to have those conversations or there is no game. And yet, I still want the ability to like speed up the process. Um, yeah, well, I mean, there, there, I do feel like in a lot of ways, uh, video games don't take the note of don't waste my time. Like, even my favorite video games, uh, when I'm playing them, there are frequently things that just waste my time. Where it's like, why does it take so long for me to walk to uh, th- this thing when, like, the game knows and I know that that's what's going to happen next. Right. So, like, why are we, why are we doing this? What is this dance here? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I know the Oxenfree 2 just came out, and I feel like I will play it someday. I'm just not, like, super excited to jump into it immediately. Yeah. So I'm kind of searching for the next thing I'm going to play. Searching for the next big thing. Yeah, because, like, because looking at the release calendar, it's not until October with uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder yes. that we kind of get that next big Nintendo first-party game. So I picked up, have not started yet, but I'm... I think I'm committing to playing, or at least starting, Chrono Cross, which I've never played <laughs> a before. a lot of bet hedging in there. <laughs> I think I'm starting, or at least committing to starting. <laughs> Chrono Cross, very exciting. Yeah. Um, the, the Radical Dreamers edition that's available which on Which is on Switch. sale right now. I think it was like tw- oh, yeah? 12 bucks oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, part of the, that Square Enix sale yeah. um, that uh, saw games go on sale that had not previously been. Uh, on sale. Uh, I, I, I'm very interested to hear what your experience of it will be like since the uh, like performance improvement patch. Um, I did jump into it and do like a couple fights to uh, like test it at the time. And I remember it, it feeling better, um, but I didn't go into like there were some, uh, you know, I went into like one of the main towers on my when I was playing through. And like was just getting like abysmal uh, oh, frame uh-huh. rates, uh, and so I uh, I hope that that has all been fixed for you. Does does this version, does the Radical Radical Dreamers edition have the ability to like play at one and a half times speed or anything yes, it like does. that? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Oh, well, and it's 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 more than one and a half times. It's like four times speed. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's something that you can like activate on the fly. Oh. Okay. So I, I find myself frequently in battles turning it on. Cause just like I don't need to see the animation for this like fire spell. Again, yeah. You know, um, it had just happened so many times. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to check it out. Um, and then at some point we gotta and look if if we're living in like a a fallow period here, um, that Disney Dreamlight Valley. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, right. Uh-huh. Like at, at 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 some point we will hear it siren song. And I saw you just like stick out it there because we also had a Disney Illusion Island. Yes. And that one for sure I want to play. We're a couple of Disney freaks, Mark. <laughs> Why haven't we picked up both these games yet? I'm a, I I want a Disney Speedstorm. I know. We should do a Disney trilogy and just like get them all. <laughs> we should. I mean, we should. <laughs> let's just be honest. Um, yeah, let's stop uh, denying ourselves what is so obviously the thing we want to play. Uh, speaking of not denying myself the thing that I so obviously want to play. Uh, Sarah and I keep playing a Super Mario 3D World uh, from our, our last weekend uh, adventure of uh, doing the dual screen experience so we could finish Secret Invasion, which again, still not worth it. Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad we don't have to watch it anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, she was playing again this weekend and I like dipped in from time to time uh, to help her. Um, and uh, we did enough stuff to access the final area with the um, the so there, there are three things in that final area, right? There's the hardest uh, Captain Toad level, 
which we kind of just skipped over. Um, there's the uh, like mystery house, which is those like series of like 10 second challenges um, where there are 30 stars in it. Uh, we did it on the first try uh, because we've done it so many times. And then we popped into the champions road, the hardest level in the game. Um, and not an immediate success, but like 20 minutes later, we had it beat. That's so amazing to me. Cause I remember the first time you guys were trying to beat yeah. it and now it's almost just like, routine it is almost routine but i gotta say really enforces to me that that's like my favorite mario level period like it's so when you know it it's like ballet <laughs> where you're like where it's like seeing the matrix right where you're like i know this is a this is a regular jump here this is a regular jump here this is a long jump but it's shorter than a normal long jump. i gotta like pull back halfway through and then like all this kind of stuff i don't know it makes me feel so good to play that level that's awesome do you so when you are doing one of these like playthroughs do you start you start from the very beginning start, like fresh file fresh, yeah. and all that yep yep uh yeah so i don't know this is like fourth time through <laughs> super mario 3d world what can i say it's a, it's a good game um perhaps we should uh then uh dip into bowser's fury again oh yeah it's a game i've not really touched since the weekend it came out and you can technically play that in co-op right with somebody being bowser jr oh yeah i don't even know what that's like yeah i've never played it that way okay well that's something to consider um all right well that's what we've been playing this week let's get into the new releases and what we might be playing next week and or will we yeah <laughs> end of show uh, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no yeah i uh, i think i maybe sort of probably almost might commit to playing chrono cross <laughs> instead of anything coming out this week because uh, there's not there's, there's really not a lot. I mean, anything. Today, WrestleQuest is coming out. That's like a, a wrestling. I actually think game. I just saw it uh, before we start recording that that got delayed until later this month. So okay, I don't well even, then, never mind. There, I then don't even think then there's just nothing. Is then out. there's just nothing coming out. Yeah. Um. Although you know, look, we got this Pokemon Presents in the morning. They could be. Although that would usually just be a like. Uh, it's a three and a half year anniversary of a mobile game. <laughs> is what I'm expecting from that. But who knows, Mark. Um, so yeah, not a lot of exciting stuff in the new releases this week. What do you think, uh, like, why are we in this position right now? Why is it, I mean, I feel like game releases have been so, like, hot and heavy on other platforms for a while, and obviously Nintendo had, um, Pikmin and, um, Zelda in the last couple months, um, but are we finally just getting to, like, a little bit of a breathing point or i guess maybe it's still a, a crazy release schedule for other platforms right now yeah Baldur's, Baldur's gate just came out yeah that's true yeah may, maybe it is just um nintendo maybe it's kind of this shift to the next generation weirdness maybe it is like there was such a backlog from covid that we're shaking out into like what a normal seventh year for a console would be yeah that's true yeah, well, that, I mean that 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 is a great point. Like thinking about the final year or so of of the of the Wii, um, and just being like, yeah, there was a, a Skyward Sword and <laughs> like kind of nothing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, may, maybe that's just what we're being hit with, and you know that it's been such a good time with the, um, uh, with Nintendo games that uh, seeing any kind of laps like this or like empty period it's just it's weird to me how like there is this like boom and bust cycle with N nintendo right even like micro cycles um 
like I think about how the end of uh, 2019 was like a new first party Nintendo game like every month uh, or even more more frequently than that. And then like, you know, 2020 is like Animal Crossing and nothing for the rest of the year. And part of that is COVID and part of it is just like they probably didn't have that much else uh, ready to go anyway. Um, even though they do have stuff ready to go and they just hold it from us forever. So I don't know the point I'm making here. But. Well, also, I mean, another thing to consider is that neither of us has spent time with like Pikmin 4 and that just released just a couple of weeks ago. That's do you true. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I got to get they, back to Pikmin 4. They did have a big, like, in relative terms, like release. Uh, just you and I haven't really engaged with it for whatever reason. I mean, I've engaged with it some. I bought it. Yeah, I bought it too. I, I played the demo. All the way through, uh-huh. and then I did one whole day after that. <laughs> Look, as soon as I can slam full speed into the earth... I think your life will change, I for think sure. my life will change, for yeah. sure. Um, all right, <laughs> Mark, let's close out the new releases. Which brings us to a regular segment on our show. It's time for 433. In 1952, American composer John Cage wrote a piece called 433, where a performer or group of performers didn't play their instruments for four minutes and 33 seconds. For the purposes of this show, our instruments are talking about Nintendo. So, for the duration of one performance of 433, Mark and I'll talk about something not at all Nintendo-related, thus fulfilling the contract of the piece. Uh, Mark, you've come with a prompt today. Yeah, today we're going to be doing a horse quiz from uh, BuzzFeed. Most people can surprisingly score at least 4 out of 10 on this horse quiz. Let's see if you can. Most people can surprisingly score at least that? I guess maybe it's hard questions. Uh, But it's surprising that people can get like a bad failing grade on it at least oh yeah yeah, that's a good point is it surprising that people are doing so well or surprising that people are doing so bad like is it a hard horse quiz and so it's like wow i can't believe people got four out of ten it's or is it an easy horse quiz and it's like wow i can't believe people got four out of ten read the headline again most people Uh can surprisingly score at least four out of ten on this horse quiz let's see if you can I feel like surprisingly should not be in there at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay, let's do it. How can you tell a horse's age? By their teeth, by their feet, by their mane, or by their tail? Well, mane and tail are both hair, Uh right? So probably not not that. You, You can... You can just, but uh, just jokes were running through my head. So like, cut it open and count its rings. <laughs> ask it for its ID. <laughs> Sadly, none of those are answers. Okay, all right. So, uh, never look a gift horse in its mouth. It implies that you teeth, can see like, teeth, yeah, yeah, like at least health by its teeth. Yeah. So maybe that's how you can tell its age. Receding gum line, maybe. Maybe you could ask what the first record it bought was. <laughs> like what the first, what the first. If CD this it horse bought? was Mr. Yeah. Ed, which. They haven't. They haven't clarified that this isn't, isn't Mr. Ed. So for our purposes, yeah. So we would just ask him. If it, it we would just Mr. ask Mr. Ed. Right. But given that we teeth, can't, go with teeth. We'll just go with teeth, which is uh, correct. All right, great. Uh, we did it. I feel like surprisingly we might be able to get four out of ten. Whether that's a good surprise or bad surprise. Hey, we only we'll surprisingly find. need three more to <laughs> get, to get there. How can you spot lameness in a horse? Now, in this one, Patrick, they're right there with you. Uh, when it's boring. Uh huh. <laughs> you ask it what its first CD <laughs> yeah, was. Exactly. What it's all. <laughs> if when it it's... says, What's the story, Morning Glory? You're like, Okay, Lamo. <laughs> when it's boring, uh, when it's always tired, when its gait is affected, and when it doesn't eat. I would say when its gait is affected. I think right? you're isn't, right. Isn't that the definition of lame? I think, believe you're correct. Mm-hmm. And I know you're correct because I just selected that Perfect. and that was the right answer. How can you tell when a horse is happy? Its eyes and tails are re- tail are relaxed. 
Its back foot is propped up slightly. I don't think that's true. It's running and bucking around. No. It neighs not loudly. I would also... Yeah, probably. It, it seems relaxed. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. And uh, we're correct. But also, uh, apparently its back foot is propped up slightly is a sign of it being happy. Either one there would be correct. There were two correct answers here? Yeah. Surprisingly, it's making there were two th- correct answers. Okay, that is genuinely surprising. <laughs> yeah. However, it's making it less surprising that people can get at least four of these right. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, what do you usually measure a horse's height in? Feet, centimeters, hands, or ki- kilometers? It's hands. Well, it measured in hands. It, I mean, it can't be kilometers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it could be. <laughs> no, that's insane. It would just be a small. It's a point zero zero one <laughs> kilometer horse. Actually, that's way too small. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. So what's the what? Uh. It, it's. I mean, it's hands. Just it's trust hands? me. It's hands. Oh, okay. You, you measure a horse in hands. I measure a height in hands. Yeah. We're uh, correct. That's stupid. Why do we do that? <laughs> I feel like it's like a old timey thing. It's like a biblical thing, right? Let's measure them in sure. cubits. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Noah was probably measuring all the animals in hands. That seems right. The Sorry. only reference point anyone has for cubits. <laughs> I just, I just want to check in here. Yeah. And make sure that uh, we've gotten we've, four we've, questions we've right. We've hit yes. the four, and I believe we have. Yeah. Horses age, yes. Lameness, yes. Uh, happy, yes, and then um, measure, yes. So do we just stop? We, like, surprisingly... I mean, we're about to get into a surprise from our <laughs> our, our, our our pianist friend over here. Okay, well then, um, I guess we'll never we'll s- know. I mean, start the next question. Oh, sure. What is a horse's typical gestation period? Six months, 11 months, one year, two years. 11. Would you say 11 months? Uh, that is an option, yeah. 11 months. And you're right. Hey, there we go. Surprisingly, we got more. Um... Uh, we're, we're regular horse experts, Mark, I, I would say. Um, we were accompanied today by pianist Kyle Shaw. All right, Mark, let's get into the news. I gotta say it was not surprising at all that we got those questions right. Right? But maybe the surprise is that people are not getting more questions correct. But it said at least. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I Sure. <laughs> How do they know the success rate <laughs> before they before. publish the quiz? <laughs> maybe not on maybe like outside of the BuzzFeed website, uh-huh. they administered this quiz. Yeah. yeah, they administered this quiz at like a school or something. Right. And then or like on a competing website. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so right, they're first they're testing out these quizzes in third grade third grade classrooms and sporkle, and uh-huh. then they bring them over to BuzzFeed. Right. Okay. And they it. were surprised. Mm-hmm. That those third grade classrooms and Sporkle. What is Sporkle? Sporkle is a is is a it's like a quiz site where it's um like name uh, as many Simpsons characters as you can. Oh, okay. And then you just like type them, and it just like slowly fills it in, and, like keeps track of how long it takes you to do it. Oh, okay. So it, uh, an example here would be like, give me as many like ways to show that a horse is lame as possible. Sure. And you'd have yeah. to like fill that out. That's right. And it keeps track of how long. What's it takes the story, you. Morning Glory? <laughs> Well, this morning, uh, probably after you've uh, or before you've listened to this episode, there is slash was a Pokemon Presents at 6 a.m. Pacific time. And uh, we'll be covering any interesting news coming out of it probably next week. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Presents usually not uh, occasion enough for us to record a whole episode about it. This one is going to be a, a longer. Long, yeah. It's like 40 minutes, something like that. 35 to yeah. 40, something like that. Um. 
I my expectation is a release date for um the uh Scarlet and Violet DLC the the first first chunk of it um and then like I said like three and a half year anniversaries for a lot of uh mobile games yeah it, it just kind of funny that uh like last week we reported that there was maybe going to be yes. a Pokemon Presents today because of uh it was included in the uh like code for an update update right. to Pokemon Masters. So we definitely seems like there's definitely going to be something coming to Pokemon Masters EX. Right. Well, you know, the three and a half year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um yeah, I mean it's a uh, the do you you don't ever like wake up for these things or like try to watch them live or anything. No, right? I, I don't th- I don't think so. Uh, and I don't think I will for this one. Uh, so I'm a dumb sucker and an idiot. So I'm going to watch this thing live. <laughs> I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. Uh, I mean, I probably will be awake already, but I'll, I'll turn YouTube on and uh, well, yeah, if you're already awake. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can chat about it with the uh, folks in the Discord. I'll chat about it with folks in the Discord. You could be in that Discord chatting about it with me as I say dumb things about Pokemon because I don't get them. <laughs> Last week, Nintendo released their latest financial results through June 30th of this year. So, kind of big headline, Tears of the Kingdom has sold 18.51 million copies as of the end of June. So, like, in, like, six weeks or something. Which is a lot of games. It makes it the second best-selling Legend of Zelda game ever. Yeah, just behind Breath of the Wild, which is at 30.65 million. So, Tears of the Kingdom in six weeks has has sold... More than half of what Breath of the Wild sold in its entire like six or seven years on the market, right? And you know, it, it, uh, Breath of the Wild has been uh, on has been for sale since the Switch came out. Um, and you know, like, I mean, do you remember that uh, in the days after the launch of the Switch, that the attach rate for Breath of the Wild was over one hundred percent? That they had sold more copies of Breath of the Wild for Switch than they had Nintendo Switches. That's so crazy. Well, I I guess. Do you, yeah, that is so crazy. Do you think people were buying it in preparation? Because Switches were hard to get for a little bit in yeah, the beginning. Yes. So do you think people were buying it in like preparation Absolutely. for getting the Switch? Well, so I think two things were happening. One um, is that people were buying like collector's editions and then also like getting a digital copy to actually play um, and like leaving the uh, oh, collector's sure. edition sealed. Um, and then, yeah, I think absolutely people were buying the game knowing that when uh, they did get their hands on the system. They would be able to play it right away. That was my experience with uh, Twilight Princess. I uh, had gone to the Best Buy or the Target or whatever, hoping to get a Switch or hoping to get a Wii, uh, and they had no Wiis. But I was like, well, I'll, I'll pick up Zelda because I know I'm going to play Zelda, uh, and then I'll just have it. Um, so yeah, I, like I was contributing to that kind of number, um, you know, fifteen years ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, I expect that's just what happened here again. You know, Breath of the Wild has had so many years to yes. get to, uh, all, like 30.65 million copies sold. Do you think Tears of the Kingdom will s- surpass Breath of the Wild? Well, I mean, it's, it's strange, right? Cause like it didn't do 30 million right away. Right, it did basically as many switches were sold, right? Like, um, and then just grew with the switch install base, um, for years and years and years. Yeah, as people picked up switches, it was just a natural game to pick up. Right. Um, not as natural as Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, but no, well, no, <laughs> and and yeah, it's it, exactly, or eventually as natural as uh, Animal Crossing, right? Um, but still, like one of the highest selling games uh, on the Switch and the best selling game. 
in in the franchise. I just like whether or not Tears of the Kingdom will be able to get there um, depends entirely on how long the Switch is an active platform, and I mean Switch as like like sort of generalized, right? Like whatever comes next, is it a continuation of that same ecosystem? And will you be able to play Tears of the Kingdom on the new system? Because uh, like if not, then it'll just be the Switch swan song and still probably sell 25 million copies. Um, but like, you know, it, it, it took it took a long time to get to 30, I guess is all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I And I think that it... But I think you're right. I think it totally depends on what the next Nintendo hardware looks like, and if it is what I like, kind of ex- how I, if it works how I expect it to work, where these games will be backwards compatible. Because we're not gonna get in my mind. Like it took how many years for us to get Tears of the Kingdom after Breath of the Wild? Yeah, and that was like a direct sequel. So to my mind, we are in a long wait for the next um, Zelda game. Unless they've been working on it, which is totally possible, right? That, like, they they got... Because uh, Tears of the Kingdom has been in quality control for... Uh, or had been in quality control for over a year when it came out. So, like, if you put the quality control people on that, and then, like, you know, like, you can start developing the next Zelda game after. And Yeah, like, that's true. Uh, but it's, I mean... The next Zelda game, what is that going to be? Is that going to be another one of these style games? Or Well, and that's what Aonuma, right, made it sound like. Like, yeah. this is, like, the template for them going forward. And, of course, you know, I think we'll get uh, other Zelda games between now and whatever the next, like, mainline, headline totally. Zelda game is. Totally. Um, but, I, but, yeah, I think Tears of the Kingdom it has the potential to sell, like, Breath of the Wild did for, like, six, seven, whatever years until the next big thing next big zelda game comes out even though it sold faster right like that's but there are just more switches so like it 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 becomes this like uncomparable thing right um we'll we'll get to the number in a second here but the or i'll we'll just throw it out now the switch has almost sold 130 million uh, units at this point so like it has a huge install base it's the third best selling uh piece of hardware of all time right behind the uh the the ds and the um uh, playstation 2 um and you know that's the reason why we're why everything where wherever possible is going to be coming to switch right like it's just and you know we uh, did we mention it last week or uh, was it just in conversation between the two of us that like the new um the uh Star Wars Jedi Survivor um game is uh going to be ported to previous generation uh consoles um we we don't have any word about whether it's coming to switch yet in fact they didn't say switch when they said ps4 and xbox one yeah right now we have no reason to think it will we have no reason to think it will at this point but the fact that they are like we need to tap these enormous markets that exist um and make sure because the game was originally just on the new generation um uh hardware which meant that it's a limited pool that they're selling into um and uh, like I think the fact that the number is just too big to ignore at this point, right? Um, so this is all me just like circling the thing to be like I I don't think that Nintendo can leave this ecosystem, like right? Or why would they want? Why to? would they want? Like to? what? Yeah. What really is like the benefit to them uh, at this point? But yeah, I mean, I think 
what I suspect is that the next Nintendo hardware is going to be backwards compatible yeah. with um, Switch games. And maybe they go the route of selling, you know, like, uh, for, like what do they call like the PlayStation when you can buy an upgrade for PlayStation 5? Like, maybe you can do, yeah. right? Like, so the game has better, like, textures and runs, like, performance Lo and stuff like that. Yeah, quicker load times. Yeah, yeah. so maybe maybe they go that route as a way to say, like, oh, yeah, like, you can you can play Tears of the Kingdom on the next Nintendo hardware, and if you give us 20 bucks, it, you know, like, has 4K textures or whatever it is. But I think it, But I think that Tears of the Kingdom is set up to be the next Breath of the Wild, where it could continue selling for, like, years and years and years until the next headline Zelda title because I don't think they're going to do anything to like cut its knees off where it's like oh right, right. the new hardware is out and you're not able to play Tears of the Kingdom yeah on I it. mean that that makes sense to me that they would put it well that doesn't I mean say saying that like I'm sure that Nintendo will put out a version of Tears of the Kingdom on whatever they put out next that's so unlike them that's a that's like a Sony thing that's a Microsoft kind of thing to be like oh yeah and here's the like patch so it runs better Nintendo's always just kind of like uh, play it where you play it. Like, but it's never. They've never. They've never this had would something. Be, this quite would be like a this, whole yeah. like new scenario. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is still the best selling Switch game. Yes. It's like fifty five point four six million. It sold copies. over a million copies in the last quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, like over... they showed they showed a slide of Nintendo's million plus sellers, and it was just uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Mario Kart. 8 How Deluxe. crazy that like every quarter yeah uh mario kart 8 deluxe just continues to sell over a million copies yeah it's like why ever put out a kirby game again yeah i mean <laughs> like, it's, i mean it's basically like uh nintendo's grand theft auto 5 yeah like it just continues i mean the to just sell more and more and yeah. more the scale is a little different there though because Gr grand theft auto 5 has sold so many copies <laughs> sure yeah and uh, it's and it's been on like how many platforms at this point whereas right, like right, right. uh mario kart 8 deluxe is just on uh switch but that's still over 10 million higher than 180 million units for Grand Theft Auto 5. Does that, that even seem possible? That's un <laughs> that's like that's unreal. Yeah, that's unreal. That's three times Mario Kart plus 30 it's three times Mario Kart plus Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but like how many pl platforms has it been on now? I mean it started on PS3. Right. And then 4 and then 5 and then all of the other uh but Never been on Switch. Never been on Switch. But yeah, so Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold over 10 million copies more than the number two title, which is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Which is not to discount Animal Crossing New Horizons' incredible sales of over 40 million copies. Yeah. Uh, an insanely high peak for that series. And then Switch has sold, like you mentioned, almost 130 million, 129.53 million. Mm -hmm. And it's the Nintendo had their best first quarter results ever. Thanks to Tears of the Kingdom and Super uh, the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, which also came out in the first quarter, right? Uh, and yeah, 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 yeah. And we like uh, you, you and I were kind of uh, like tracking to that as it, as it was happening, right? Of like, man, what a crazy, we're saying what a crazy year, but just like what a crazy like period of like six weeks. Yeah, where they had uh -huh. both those things come out uh, in rapid succession, and just sort of like dominate the conversation. Um, yeah, it makes me wonder when we're going to see another movie from Nintendo. Right. Or even hear anything about one. Right. Right? Well, especially with, like, the writer strike and the actor strike going on yeah, right now, point. it feels like it will be a while until... Um, we may never see movies again. 
<laughs> we may be just done re-releases movies. of Jaws for all eternity. I mean, <laughs> uh, Rockstar. Speaking of, you know, you were mentioning, hey, there's these platforms. Why are we ignoring them? Rockstar is bringing the original Red Dead Redemption to Switch and PlayStation Four. Yes. Uh, later this month, it releases August seventeenth digitally and physically on October thirteenth for forty nine ninety nine in the United States. Now, there's no reason to bring this to the uh, Xbox One because uh, through backwards compatibility, it's already playable. And I think it's one of those like enhanced versions. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but this, so Red Dead Redemption originally released in twenty ten. Uh, this version will include the bonus content from the Game of the Year edition and the Undead Nightmare DLC, but it but it doesn't have any of the multiplayer content. And uh, looking at some comparisons video, it, it does have some small visual improvements over like the Xbox 360 version. Mm-hmm. So like the lighting is better, some of the textures are improved, but really it it seems like a pretty bare bones um, port to those systems. But, I mean, like you were saying, you can't deny 130 million user base. Right. And same with, like, PlayStation 4. It also sold exceptionally well, yeah. It, and if the, uh, if the like, lengths you have to go to port one to the other, like whether the PlayStation 4 right. is the lead port and it's easy to port to Switch or vice versa, obviously it's worth it. Yeah, well, uh, what do you make of the numbers involved here? Because um, uh, August 17th, so soon, not giving us a lot of like runway on uh, from announcement to release, um, and then fifty bucks for the price tag. Yeah, I um. So I feel like with something like this, there's not really a need for a huge, like marketing runway. That's true. Like I, I'm, it is already Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, my guess is that the their expectations are fairly reasonable for right. something like this. Right. Um. But for the 50 bucks, like, is it worth it? It's kind of hard. I I feel like any of these ports are for people who game on Switch and don't have, like, other systems. Like, you can't pick it up on Xbox, you know, one, because well, you don't have an Xbox. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I do oh, know I what you mean. it's portable. Yeah, well, A, it's portable, and B, like, the, the fact that it's on. Because uh, otherwise, you have to go back to PS3. Or Xbox 360. And mind you, Xbox 360 sold incredibly well. And by the end, so did the PlayStation 3. But, like, those just aren't pieces of hardware that people have, like, active in their homes, right? Well, well Xbox, didn't we say it's on Xbox yeah, One? Yeah, that's true. Backwards the, compatibility. the Xbox thing is, yeah. That's true. But, yeah, but, like, and I guess if it's on PlayStation 4, you can play it on PlayStation 5, yeah, right? Abso- it's absolutely. just not, like, enhanced for PlayStation 5 or anything. Right, So, yes. But the version that originally came out was on... PS3. Right, because I remember buying it for PlayStation 3 and did playing you, did it. Did you play? Or maybe I, re- I I definitely played it, or I rented it through Gamefly or something at the yeah, time. Yeah, it's yeah. a Redbox rental or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely played it on PlayStation 3. I spent so much time in the first area just like skinning coyotes for like trophies uh-huh. that I got burned out on it pretty quickly. But um uh, I I did I did play it on PlayStation Three, and it's a cool game. I don't really have any desire to pick it up on Switch and like play through it again. Right, especially not for fifty bucks. Yeah. What's weird is they they did this uh the Grand Theft Auto Three trilogy um like remaster a couple of years ago. Oh right. Um and that didn't come to Switch. Um, but it was also like kind of a broken. Did it not? I thought it did come. Did to it Switch. come to Switch? I think it did. Well, maybe it did. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We did. Uh, we, uh, if we talked about it, I think at the time I was just like, oh, I'm never going to play this anyway. 
Um, but like it had some of the same problems uh, that um, like the Nintendo 64 games were uh, experiencing when they were first coming to Switch of like the eliminating fog when like, you know, because now we can actually generate these draw distances and um, but like the fog is frequently an artistic choice and blah, 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 blah. Uh, what have you found? It a hundred percent. It's available on Switch. Yeah, the Great. Grand Theft Auto trilogy. Well, then whatever they they saw the results of that and were like, <laughs> well, now Red Dead's got to come out of this thing too. Also, it's probably like a third party company that they like either farmed it out to or yeah. approached them and were like, hey, do you want us to do this? Yeah, like we can do this. I mean, it's 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 a fair point, and also like, there's just so long between Rockstar releases that like, because Red Dead Redemption Two was how long ago? Yeah, five years. Yeah, and then, like, when is Grand Theft Auto 6 going to come out? Nobody knows, yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah, they, they got to put out these, these re-releases and ports and stuff. Back in March, Nintendo took down the multiplayer servers for the original Splatoon and Mario Kart 8 on Wii U for, quote, emergency temporary maintenance related to a serious exploit that was found in various Switch 3DS and Wii U games. Most of the Switch and 3DS games were patched long ago, but only now are the Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon multiplayer servers back online as of August 3rd. Which, uh, I, I was always kind of like, well, wait, what's the security exploit that, uh, if you can't buy anything on your Switch and, or on your uh, Wii U or 3DS anymore, uh, like, who cares about the security? I mean, maybe it still has, like, your credit card information saved on there somewhere. And that's that that could be. Ex- I'm just trying to like get to like what could be, what could be a tech uh, right? Like gained. what's the end game for yes. like a hacker who was using, um, who's who's yes. like t- try using this exploit to take control of your system? Yeah, I don't. I'm really just looking know. for ideas. I just I know there's a vulnerability, <laughs> and I'm just like, what can oh, I? Oh yeah, do? I mean, we should just be super clear. If anybody has like low level internet scams that we can get in on the ground floor on, yeah, like we're super into that. We want on, and this one has just been taken away from us. So, <laughs> uh, you know, what, what, whatever, whatever you can, um, uh, you know, please get that to us. It's cool that they are, um, like still into uh, like supporting these at least in like a bare yeah, bones kind of way. Yeah, it's nice that it didn't just like go away forever, right? Which um, you know, we was a possibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember when the Wii like eShop went offline or something not that long ago for like mysterious reasons? Right. I mean, maybe it was this same reason. Yeah, and I don't think it was the because the Wii eShop has been dead for right. a, a long time, but. But there's like something that was like similar yeah, to this. There was something like this, and now I don't remember. What I it don't was. remember the details either. Mark, I just don't a remember. P- what past it was. episode for sure, we talked about it. Oh yeah, in a previous episode, we remember and we got the information right in front of us. <laughs> it's just not this episode. Yeah, that's right. Uh, finally, the 2023 Switch eShop multiplayer sale is happening right now in North America through August 20th at midnight Pacific time. Um, some good deals on Mm -hmm. some games here lego star wars the skywalker saga deluxe edition is 23 dollars and nine cents versus the usual 70 gotta say it makes me feel stupid for buying the (laughs) the original for 60 bucks Uh, i mean that's that's true for waiting long enough for any game yeah uh yeah there are a lot of nintendo first party uh multiplayer games on here including like all of the sports games um uh so golf Strikers and tennis are all forty one ninety nine. They're normally sixty bucks. Yeah, uh, Snipper Clips, an oldie but goodie, mm-hmm. is uh, down to thirteen ninety nine from 
And the bundle is like twenty ninety eight versus thirty dollars. And I know that's a bundle that I picked up, or like the DLC that I picked I up. I know, but I can't I remember I ever, ever playing t- it. Yeah, yeah. And I love snipper clips. I love snipper clips too. Those naughty little papers cutting each other. What? Why have we not seen more of those naughty little papers? <laughs> it was so good. I love They're that so game. So good. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected is a uh, nineteen ninety nine versus forty dollars. Them Spiden Herds ten dollars versus twenty. Yeah. And uh, one that is on my wish list that maybe I'll pick up is We Love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie Special Edition. Uh, I loved the uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll when that came out a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, this one I've been keeping my eye on, so maybe I'll pick it up at this price. Um, this like looking through the the, the list of games here, like there's I, I'm just so easily tempted into like uh, games that are on sale for. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like I'm just I'm just so tempted by this kind of stuff. Um, what was I looking at before that? I was like, yes, I absolutely need to get that. I mean, the Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition is uh, uh forty two bucks. That's a good deal on that. It takes two is one that I've been interested mm-hmm. in playing, and that's uh thirty bucks versus the forty regular. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. These Puyo sales Puyo Tetris like... two is ten dollars. <laughs> River City Girls is fifteen. Um. Yeah, that that Spiritfarer game is down to below eight dollars. Oh right, I that's one that I picked up when it came out, and it's so critically acclaimed. But I was just not in a headspace to be able to enjoy it. Right, uh, and that's important. <laughs> um, and then of course Sushi Striker. Down, oh yes, down to thirty five bucks. Uh-huh. Look, it's uh, I, I was <laughs> I was thinking the other day about um, you know, we were talking about like where does uh, where do all these Nintendo franchises go next time? Right, like. Cart, you got to do something different. Like, you could just put out another cart, but, like, what does it have, 32 tracks? Like, what is that? That's nothing now. Um, and ditto with, like, Smash, right? And I was like, if they had to do a Smash, a Super Smash Brothers game, where they did no repeat characters, no characters that had been in Smash Ooh, that is before. a fun exercise. Um, and maybe we should do that at some point. But that's when we're going to get something like the Sushi Striker guy. <laughs> So brush up on these characters yeah, especially now, if, everybody. Like, trophies are off limits. Oh, then we're really yes. like um, uh, dredging the rivers of Nintendo, <laughs> you know, like past to dig up the corpses of like the Sushi Striker kid. I mean, honestly, though, I think it it would be a fun. I don't the the trophies thing might be prohibitive to a point where like it'd be impossible. Like the assist trophies, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, but like, I think it would be very cool if they were like, no, 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 no. This one is just, it's a, it's a Smash Brothers game with no characters that have been, no playable characters that have been playable in the series before. That's madness. And I love it so much. Um, I just, look, it's the only way we're going to get Paper Mario Uh in in a Smash Brothers game. And quite frankly, the only thing I care about, we're getting to see Rusty. (laughs) Rusty Slugger. Yeah. Rusty would totally have like the weight of a Little Mac. But yes. not the speed. No. <laughs> Do you think they would put uh, Rusty Slugger in the game or those like uh, uh, Ultra Machine Headed? I think the Ultra Machine people, Headed yeah. like Nightmare Fuel would be like assist trophies. <laughs> That'd be his final smash. It's right. just like those like target enemies and just like pummel them with baseballs. Uh, yeah, no, that would that'd be good. So, so see, this is just this is this is what happens. What has to happen next is something weirder. Um, and that's the, the only place we have left to go. All right, Mark, let's get out of the news. 
that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, you, of course, are uh, benefited, benefited by the fact that a Pokemon Presents is out right now. I wish we could talk about it, Mark. But we probably never will. <laughs> uh, you should join our Discord where we will be talking about it. Email us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. We will send you an invitation. Anthony DeLuca made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Apipetti. You can get more of his music by going to apipetti.com or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening.